Inside Vegas is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Inside Vegas podcast, as well as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Use promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. Inside Vegas is also brought to you by OddShark. OddShark has the latest betting trends available nowhere else, as well as betting picks from their supercomputer. Check out all of their quality content and betting trends at OddShark.com. Inside Vegas is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Log on to betql.co to download the app today. Welcome into the Inside Vegas podcast. And as I got in my car this morning, it was 103 degrees, which means one thing. Summer is here in the desert. And so for this episode of Inside Vegas, we're going to be taking a look at summer kickoff. All things going on uh, for gambling within Las Vegas uh, and various entities, however you make your bets. Hopefully it's with mybookie.ag and everything going on. That's going to be available to you guys to bet on throughout the summer, kind of a schedule of events uh, and everything that is upcoming. And uh, it's, you know, just kind of start with the week that was in Las Vegas, uh, crazy week with uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, obviously, they started the series as about a minus 110 uh, pick them in the series going up one game to none. We're about minus 140. Uh, Capitals obviously taking one on the road and winning another game this weekend. Now Vegas is down two to one. I and mean, when you look at the series on a from a betting perspective on a series price, right now. Washington is minus 235 and Vegas is plus 195. And that number is probably a little bit, um, it's a little bit skewed in that there's so much liability, especially within the Las Vegas community, um, based on all the tickets, everything like that. Uh, if you've been following kind of everything that I've been talking about, uh, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, you've seen uh, the different liabilities at books and how they will just absolutely get crushed. Um, so that number probably should be a little bit different. It's just that, especially within Vegas, I still saw some minus 110s out there um, just because they can't offer that type of liability at such big plus money again. Uh, again, offshore, uh, your local shops are probably a little bit different. Um, but with this game upcoming on Monday, um, I would look for Vegas at uh, plus plus 110 on the money line. Um, if they're going to get it done, they're going to get it done this series. So you can either take the plus 195, uh, that's kind of uncertain, or you can take the Knights on the money line plus 110 because they have to steal one on the road um, if they're going to have any chance at the series and not go down three to one. That being said, uh, if you're going to take Washington from a series perspective, I would pro- this the thing that sucks is this is going to be your last kind of affordable opportunity at minus 235. Um, I do think that Vegas will probably get it done and steal one on the road uh, just to make this a competitive series. Uh, so I think that the Washington price is going to go down as kind of a way to handle that. Um, but shifting gears when we look over towards what's going on in the NBA, um, I mean, how can you, <laughs> I mean, at minus 1200 is what that opened at it dipped down to about minus 900 uh, for the Warriors uh, but when you look at the series now I mean these obviously with everything that happened with game one J.R. Smith George Hill I mean what can you really say um, I wrote this up on Sports Gaming Podcast talking about how I feel like LeBron is actually likable um, and people are starting to root for him uh, and it's just uh, you know someone said it best when they tweeted that they felt bad for LeBron for the first time in their career after him being such a villain uh, you know on all these super teams and this and that 
it's it, it really is brutal. I mean, you look at the guy putting up 50, 52, uh, 8 and 8 or 7 and 7, whatever the case may be, and he, he still can't get a win. Um, obviously, game two, obviously not that superhuman, but I mean, still, at the end of the day, you got to feel for the guy. I mean, we look at the series price now, it's absolutely unbettable. Uh, Warriors minus 2,500, um, and you can't even get a, it's not even worth really betting the Cavs uh, from a, a series money line perspective because it's somewhat unhedgeable. Um, Obviously, the NBA needs, you know, the, the longer series go, uh, the more money they make. That's no secret, but it's going to take <laughs> a referee effort and LeBron James going to a, maybe a new high in his career. Uh, but what I did want to talk about, especially uh, with the upcoming summer, is looking forward to kind of uh, the NBA next season. And something very interesting came out, obviously, uh, the odds for the NBA championship for the 2019 season uh, came out. And I mean, there's some, if you kind of read into what these odds are telling you, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, the Cavaliers currently at the Westgate opened 30 to one to win the, the NBA title. Now, whether you think the Cavaliers, whether, whoever they bring in, if LeBron stays, uh, that price is absolutely crazy to me. That price to me says there's no way that LeBron stays in Cleveland because 30 to one on someone that's made the uh, finals eight straight times is such a huge hedging liability. I mean, you should buy that ticket instantly uh, and just kind of hope that LeBron stays there and then give prop swap a call within 10 minutes of, of him re-signing. Uh, what is interesting about it, uh, obviously the 76ers are the second biggest favorite tie with the Rockets um, and the Warriors are minus 110. Uh, Rockets about minus 130, same thing with 76ers and the Celtics at eight to one. I mean, the Celtics are going to have Kyrie uh, and Gordon Hayward coming back at eight to one is a very nice price. Uh, but the one that I would look at is I would take a flyer on Houston and 76ers because those odds are going to plummet. Uh, it's no secret that those are kind of the two places that LeBron James has been linked to. Uh, and so if he does go to either Houston or Philadelphia, uh, those odds are going to change. And what something to keep in mind for this is the East versus West kind of narrative, right? Because if LeBron goes West and goes to Houston, what this could do is he still may not get out of the West, right? So once the this it may affect the Warriors odds as well because if the Warriors beat uh, the Rockets with a LeBron, it's going to be a free pass into the to win the finals again, uh, very likely against the Celtics. So I think that the Celtics at eight to one make a lot of sense, and I think that the odds are going to be a little bit weird in that the Warriors West odds may be you know get longer. Um, and that the finals odds may shorten because it's gonna they're gonna absolutely steamroll any team in the East. Um, again, I think the Celtics may make it a competitive series, but five six at most. I mean, assuming obviously that Kevin Durant stays. But some other ones to look at: uh, Lakers twenty to one seems a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure why they're the fourth highest ranked team on there. Uh, Heat twenty to one, Spurs twenty five to one, Cavaliers thirty to one, as I touched on, and the Raptors forty to one. Obviously, Thunder sixty to one, and obviously as I touched on with Durant, I think that the Wizards at hundred to one is is tremendous value. I would look for that and maybe more so in the east market um obviously those numbers aren't out yet but it's kind of an, an nba look ahead there was just those odds kind of told me a lot of things as to kind of what bookmakers uh and odds makers feel that you know lebron may do i mean 30 to 1 for somebody that's taken that same team to eight eastern conference finals in a row and gone to the finals in eight in a row is is absolutely crazy so uh that's that's kind of the week that was in, in some look ahead stuff 
uh, within Las Vegas. But as we go, uh, kind of everything going on within the sports world for the summer. So obviously June, June coming up, we have the U.S. Open for golf, and uh, we, June 14th is the World Cup. Now looking over at mybookie.ag for the World Cup, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I am any uh, a soccer connoisseur or better. Uh, I very rarely ever bet soccer outside of Champions League. Um, and again, that's that's just me kind of telling our guys at Sports Gambling Podcast. There is make no mistake, there is absolutely no work that I put into. Uh, handicapping soccer. I just kind of know some pretty good people to tail. Uh, but Germany is the favorite uh, at plus 380. Again, these are off of mybookie.ag. Uh, Brazil, plus 330 as... Oh, sorry, so uh, Brazil is the favorite at plus 330. After that, it's Germany, plus 380. And France is plus 550. Now, obviously, uh, you can kind of do the... the To you know get out of their groups and everything like that. Again, uh, we're going to be putting out a ton of kind of great content within uh, Sports Gaming Podcast for the World Cup, both podcasts and and uh, Jerry's going to be doing some great stuff on the written end for all things World Cup. Um, it's a great event if, if you've never kind of bet it. Um, obviously, it's, you know, there's a lot of very good long shots here, um, you know, in terms of quote unquote value. Um, th- this happens all the time in every World Cup. There's always upsets. Uh, it's a great event. And again, if you never bet it, have some fun with it, um, you know, to, to quote unquote degenerate and kind of um, give yourself some fun. And it's a great event, especially to be out for, especially if you have, you know, share a heritage with, you know, whatever the case may be, Brazil, Colombia, Costa Rica, Denmark, Egypt, England, go down the line, France, Germany. Um, but from a, a handicapping perspective, like I said, I'm going to kind of toss this one out to uh, what we have going on at Sports Gambling Podcast as the uh, summer drags on and kind of uh, moves closer. Um, but when we look at uh, July, July has a my favorite event of the year, and that's the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And I mean, Joey Chestnut right now going off at mybookie.ag at a minus 380 favorite field, plus 260. I mean, there was, I forget his name, um, the guy that was supposed to beat him, kind of, oh, Kobayashi, Kobayashi. Coming up, never really happened. Um, obviously, Chestnut is is the greatest in the world at this. At minus 380, seems like kind of a gift. Um, put him in your parlays, it's, it's one of the best kind of, you know, obviously the Kentucky Derby is probably the the best five minutes or however long it is of the summer. But that to me is there's nothing more American than gambling on a hot dog eating contest. So have some fun with that. Like I said, the odds currently going off. Joey Chestnut minus 380. The field at plus 260. Uh, for the hot dogs, over 72 hot dogs, uh, plus 120. Um, the, this has gone up and up and up and up, which is kind of weird seeing as how he's... Uh, you know, gotten up there in age, <clears throat> but he, he keeps going. It used to be set at about 68 every year. Now it's up to 72 now that he kind of hit a couple overs, but it is juice to the over. So plus 120 for 72 hot dogs. And when we move on into August, obviously the big, the big thing is going to be football here, right? But uh, what I do want to talk about in August is the fact that they're actually, NCAA usually used to do things uh, in August. They used to have, you know, the kickoffs, the super early thing. They're doing everything in September this year for the Chick-fil-A uh, kickoff game. Uh, the, and it's going to be Washington, Wisconsin, September 1, um, and another Advocare kickoff game. So everything's kind of been pushed back a little bit outside of August this year. Um, but what I do want to talk about is the Super Contest. Obviously, um, I'm not sure. I'm, I assume that uh, Sports Gaming Podcast will be doing another Listener's Weekend for the Super Contest. Obviously, that is a great event. Um, we hope you guys come out. I'm sure, again, obviously, Sean Ryan and myself will be out there to sign up for the like, Super Contest and kind of do all that. But if you haven't been out here for a Super Contest weekend, um, again, Brady Cannon, who I had on for during the Niche Heart uh, Handicapping Series, uh, was one of the kind of founding fathers of this and what he put together uh, in making this kind of, you know, the the ultimate gambler's vacation for a weekend. There is golf, uh, 
trips. There's um, or golf outings um, through his company, Tea Times USA. There's panels to talk about uh, handicapping and obviously all things upcoming. And now with legalization happening, um, especially um, if you guys aren't didn't know this, Delaware actually beat New Jersey to the punch, legalizing sports betting. Uh, so Delaware uh, is going to be the first one. They're going to be taking bets next week. I believe it is June 9th uh, is going to be the first day that they are going to be fully open. Um, so shout out to them. Um, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure what, what is holding up New Jersey, that they weren't uh, sort of the first uh, company to come out with uh, our sport first state to have legalized sports betting. But uh, shout out to Delaware, and I'm sure Jersey's not far behind, as I'm sure the rest will follow. And as we touched on with uh, both PropSwap and Sports Insights, it's going to be a little bit for uh, legalization and efforts upcoming within the online space. Uh, the DraftKings, the Yahoo's, I know it's going to sting a little bit. Um, but with that being said, what I do want to talk about is uh, DraftKings just partnered with a casino. I forget which one it is. I think maybe Rampart in Atlantic City to offer sports betting. Um, I'm not sure what that partnership is going to look at, but that may be uh, kind of you know a way that... DraftKings or that casino may be able to use mo uh, mobile apps the same way that Las Vegas ones do. So when we look into the Super Contest weekend, like I said, it is the last weekend or the second to last weekend in August. I don't even know if the date is set yet. Um, but again, they have uh, golf times. You can uh, play a couple rounds of golf. Um, you can sign up for the Super Contest uh, and kind of get into the, the handicapping panels and stuff like that. Uh, tons of great people over there, especially now with Visa. I mean, you have guys like Gil Alexander, Brady Cannon, uh, Brett Marsbergner will be there, Jay Cornegy, uh, odds makers, risk managers, everything and everything is there. Um, so if you haven't made the trip out and you've kind of been looking for that excuse as to get a weekend in, get some golf in and, and kind of, you know, retreat to the degeneracy that is gambling, uh, there is no better time. I firmly believe this. And again, shout out to Brady Cannon for being, you know, one of the founding, founding fathers and founding members of this event for the Super Contest weekend. So with the uh, NFL and CAA obviously coming up in August, that is that is the mecca, right? And we are going to have, of course, futures. We are going to have everything um, from a, a gambling perspective. Obviously, you know that's that's been sports sports gambling podcast bread and butter, and it will will be inside Vegas's uh, main thing as well. I mean, there's no, absolutely nothing better than college football on Saturdays. You transition that into action on Tuesdays. Um, and obviously football Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Uh, some things that I did want to touch on with kind of what's been going on uh, in the NFL. Obviously, the national anthem uh, kind of kneeling is now banned, outlawed. Um, you know, there's rumblings that about 25% of the league is looking to band together in something of a union to until Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed get signed. Um, that's all cool and all well. It's a nice public thing to say until they start taking away your money. Um, and, and money is, is probably the absolute greatest motivator here, as we know. Um, so I really, uh, if you've heard that, you know, one of your favorite players or fantasy or this or that are looking to uh, potentially sit out. I, I kind of would believe that one when it happens, uh, truthfully. Um, but some some interesting uh, odds have come out uh, within uh, the NFL and the NCAA. NCAA futures, uh, the Heisman's not out yet. Um, some ones that I think have some pretty good uh, value when they do upcome. Shea Patterson out of Michigan. Um, obviously, the big knock here is going to be the system, right? Is the system... Uh, can it handle a quarterback? Um, yes and no. Um, I think that they've never had a guy with his skill set, so it all depends on if they kind of open up the offense a little bit. You know, Michigan has always been a great under team, similar to Florida and LSU. They play fantastic, fantastic uh, defense, but their offense is, you know, 
are whatever, you know, they're very bland. They're pro style. They run the rock and, and everything like that. But when we go down the line, I just want to touch on some futures here. Uh, New England, obviously the favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 475. And again, I always touch on this. There's two teams that I will make a bet on preseason, no matter what. And that is, it's New England in the NFL and it's Alabama in the NCAA. And you can say that's chalk, that's this and that. But my thought process on futures has always been, you only take them when you think that they're going to shorten. And the only time outside of a, a horrific injury, I mean, history has told us that L, uh, New England is going to be in the AFC championship game, right? Uh, so, I mean, to get this type of a price, it's going to shorten. You can bet this number right now at plus 475, again, courtesy of mybookie.ag. Uh, and in four months, you can call PropSwap and you're going to make a profit. Um, and again, not here to sit here and plug them, but that's the reality of the situation is outside of an injury, outside of Belichick uh, going down, and even with an injury, I mean, they lost Amendola, or not Amendola, uh, Julian Edelman last year, were without Rob Gronkowski, and they still kept moving. They've done it time and time again. They even went 11-5, and five, and granted, they did miss the playoffs the year without Brady, but again, they did that at 11-5. and five. So to me, the... the I really feel that New England should be priced as the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Golden State Warriors. Uh, until it proves not profitable, keep betting it. Again, I wrote this up. You can only lose once betting on a streak, but you can lose many times betting against it. Uh, and again, I mean, history has said that this number is going to be, you know, minus 110 eventually. Uh, it's, they're going to be the favorite, especially uh, to win the AFC. Uh, and that's just kind of, you know, it is what it is. So again, New England plus 475 is the favorite going down the line. After that, we have Pittsburgh at plus 800. The Rams, the Rams are a very public team this year and, and it's hard not to kind of get behind that with the steps. And again, nobody was proven more wrong than me on Jared Goff. Uh, but again, eight to one uh, for the Rams as well as Pittsburgh. Um, and after that, 10 to 1 Green Bay, I think is fantastic value. I think that Rodgers is also going to be back. So as we go down the line, there's uh, uh, Super Bowl possible matchups. These ones are always fun. Um, again, this is going to, it's never too kind of early to start your handicapping and kind of get into the NFL. Believe me, nobody knows the daily grind of baseball more than me, but these are always, it's interesting to see kind of where things go and everything like that. Um, and again, you can take a bunch of these. And again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that New England's going to go to the Super Bowl again. There are a lot of question marks. There are wide receivers, cores, this and that. And again, this is nothing to do with the fact that I grew up a New England Patriots fan. This is from a money-making perspective. And they have proven profitable for so very long that it's just, it's silly to not have some shares of a team, regardless of what you think of them and their style and, and how they do things, uh, if you're in this business to make money. And that's what we are here for. Um, so you can pick, you know, a couple of these matchups uh, to get a couple shares of uh, New England and a couple different uh you know, NFC teams. And this way, you're not taking New England at only plus 475 and say Green Bay at 10 to 1. When you put a couple of these together, I mean, the, the lowest priced one is 15 to 1. And that is a Super Bowl matchup of the Eagles and the Patriots. Um, so that way, you have essentially an NFC future on the Eagles parlayed with an AFC future of the Patriots. Uh, this is kind of the only way to parlay, you know, AFC and NFC, unless you kind of go offshore. And I'm, uh, I know a couple of offshore books that will do that, uh, but the price may not be as good. So after that, we have Packers versus Patriots, uh, 25 to 1. Vikings versus Patriots, I really like this one a lot at 19 to 1. Eagles, Steelers, 25 to 1. Falcons, Patriots, 35 to 1. Saints, Patriots, 38 to 1. And on down the line. Um, again, these are all up at various offshores. Um, I don't know if mybookie.eg does have these specific ones, but again, shop around and I'm sure you can find uh, a sports book that has Super Bowl matchup props. 
And now we go into kind of one of my favorite ones, which is first coach to be fired. And one of these kind of stuck out at me, which was uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera at 12 to 1 seemed a little bit low. Um, Dirk Cutter was the other one. Those are two that I want to talk about. And has there been kind of anyone with, uh, you know, Tampa has always been kind of the public darling, right? They've always, they look like they're going to kind of take the next step. They got Winston. They locked up Evans. Uh, Doug Martin is now gone, so it looks like they're going to have a second or third round running back. Uh, kind of tout the rock there, but uh, when you go down the line here, Hugh Jackson, uh, plus 310. I think him having Baker Mayfield buys him some more time, and that front office has been high on him for so long, so I, I just don't see... The Browns aren't supposed to be good, so anything uh, with their added talent, Tyrod, Jarvis Landry, um, I do... I mean, <laughs> there's no secret that Sharps love losing money on the Browns, and I do know that uh, Browns over five and a half wins has taken a little bit of money and is sharp. After that, Adam Gase, Dolphins. I, I think this one has some life as well at plus 650. Uh, the Dolphins are, uh, I believe, uh, four and a half wins on the season win total. I think it's the lowest one on the board, and maybe four. Uh, similar price tag to what the Jets were last time or last year. Uh, there is no talent there. They are greatly rebuilding. Ryan Tannehill is, he looked like he was making some strides and I think he just is kind of a mediocre quarterback. And at the end of the day, now with Josh Allen and Sam Darnold and Tom Brady, there's a very real chance that Ryan Tannehill could be the worst quarterback in the division, uh, rookie or not. Marvin Lewis, Bengals, uh, he's just been there forever and, and nobody seems to care that, that all he does is go seven to nine, eight and eight. Uh, the nine and six season will save him. So Marvin Lewis plus 850, Vance Joseph plus 850, with uh, Broncos, uh, Dirk Cutter. This is what I want to talk about. Ten to one. Um, I think that if that if obviously these are correlated to season win totals, right? So if a team gets off to a very slow start and we're ahead high expectations, these are gonna. This is a way to kind of you know different ways of attacking uh, season win totals. Instead of taking a minus one ten, you can take a first coach to be fired. And again, this didn't happen until very late in the season. Uh, so uh, again, just different ways to skin the cat and kind of get money down. Um, if you want to either you know. Uh, fade a specific team. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, they're correlated. So, a if you believe Dirk Cutter is going to be the first uh, coach fired, obviously that would correlate to a Tampa Bay underseason wins total. Um, you can't really have one without the other. They're not going to fire someone that's doing great, right? So, Dirk Cutter plus uh, ten to one. It was one that I really think makes a lot of sense for a little bit of a share on Jay Gruden twelve to one. Todd Bowles, I think, is another one that makes a lot of sense. But again, the rookie quarterback is going to buy him some time uh, because. But if they start Bridgewater and he falters, you know, say they go zero and three, zero and four, people are going to be clamoring for Darnold. Uh, so that's going to get him another five, six games. And at the end of the day, you look up at the end of the season and it's a rebuilding year. They had to get Darnold some reps and he still has a job. Um, so that one to me may be a little bit of an off season. Bill O'Brien, uh, I think is, I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. I really do. And I think that Sean Watson is going to make him look great. So Jason Garrett, 2100 or yeah, 21 to one. Frank Wright, the Colts too soon there. Uh, Matt Patricia, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, twenty-five to one, uh, and on down the line. Again, these are these are ones that are kind of would be kind of shocking. I mean, Zimmer, Shermer, Wilkes, and the Cardinals, Champagne and the Saints are fifty to one, sixty to one. So if you want to shoot your shot there, Bill Belichick, eighty-five to one. I know somebody out there will be clamoring to take a shot at that, but. Those are kind of everything going on uh, within the NFL from a uh, kind of a couple of different uh, props that are out there for. Uh, Coaches fired, stuff like that. MVP. Um, this is one that I did want to touch on with 
uh, everything going on up here, for kind of first looks and everything like that. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo has never lost a start, and I think that Vegas made a, a bit of a mistake here, and I took advantage. Uh, they hung Jimmy Garoppolo at 30-1 to 1 to start the season, and professional bettors absolutely ate that number up. Now, I'm not sitting here and telling you that Jimmy Garoppolo is, is Tom Brady just because he came out from under him as his backup, and he was with Belichick, and, and this and that. But the facts are the facts, and, and the kid was really, really good. Again, he saved that franchise. Uh, they saved their season last year, obviously. Um, and uh, again, he's never lost an NFL start. That's just the facts. Obviously, that trend is not going to continue this year. Um, and there's not a ton of weapons around him, but he had the same exact weapons uh, last year, and he made them look just fine. So uh, that number currently is sitting at 16 to 1. Um, that was probably the first NFL bet that I made. The other one, uh, a couple others that I looked at for MVP that I thought had some pretty good value, Kirk Cousins at 15 to 1. Obviously, has all the weapons in the world now with Stefan Diggs uh, and Adam Thielen. Uh, again, he's going to be playing inside for the majority of the time. So I think there's some value there on Cousins. I really do. Uh, so that's a, a very good price there. That one was, again, he's crazy. MyBookie.ag. Kirk Cousins was 15 to 1. After that, Russell Wilson's always going to get an MVP vote for me. I just, uh, I know the gambler's fallacy of being due and all that, but at 12 to 1, I, I, I just feel it in his life at some point. He's going to have that MVP season and put it all together. Aaron Rodgers, uh, comeback player of the year, most likely, plus 400. You can't go wrong there. And Tom Brady reigning MVP at plus 475. Uh, as far as some long shots go, like I said, Garoppolo was probably the, the one that looked the most effective to me at uh, 16 to 1, again, starting at 30 to 1. Stafford, uh, 25 to one. Um, obviously Patricia coming there is a defensive guy. No one really know. I mean, the book is out on Stafford. If you're an over 500 team, uh, he can't beat you, but maybe Matt, Matt Patricia can kind of salvage that. And if he does, I get guys, you don't have to buy tickets with the intention of, uh, having them win, especially if you're in a uh, Las Vegas resident. Uh, PropSwap is one phone call, one a couple of clicks away on the app, um, and there's always you know different ways of hedging and, and stuff like that. Um, especially with legalization upcoming, and I'm telling you, these people are going to be scrambling to try to get this done uh, for the upcoming NFL season. So that is something seriously, seriously to keep in mind, especially in the fact that you can buy tickets on PropSwap for other places. Um, Obviously, Kamara forty to one, Goff forty to one, Winston forty to one, uh, David Johnson worth a look at forty to one probably, um, and Le'Veon Bell always the threat uh, thirty to one. The thing to me, I, I will never pick an MVP that's not a quarterback. It's just uh, I've gotten burned. If Antonio Brown didn't do it, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Uh, since Adrian Peterson really was the last one. <laughs> Um, and the reason for that is obviously offensive player of the year kind of takes away that shine uh, because that's given to a skill player and MVP is usually reserved for a quarterback. It's just, it's a passing league and it's, it's just kind of how it is now. Um, and a couple of different props that we're going to look at uh, regular season, most passing yards, receiving yards and rushing yards next. But before we do inside Vegas is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the official online sports book of the inside Vegas podcast and sports gaming podcast. It's also brought to you by odd shark get tips and trips from their supercomputer uh, that you cannot find anywhere else. Also, our newest sponsor by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smarter bets in the palm of your hand. Log into BetQL.co to make smarter bets today. All right, so going down the line, uh, regular season passing yards. Tom Brady is the favorite at plus 340. Uh, dink and dunk there. It is what it is. Drew Brees always, always, always will be live for this at plus 525. Uh, Aaron Rodgers plus 675. Big Ben, 8 to 1. Cousins, 12 to 1. I really think Kirk Cousins is going to, obviously, if, you, if you're reading this he, he or listening to this, you, you can see that I'm high on him. He obviously got an MVP uh, bet from me along with Garoppolo. 
at 12 to one, I think is great value for, again, only passing yards. I bet in the last couple of years, it hasn't happened. But again, this offense with those weapons, uh, I really think he could kind of go nuts to take that next step. Matthew Stafford, obviously always very live, uh, 12 to one. Matthew Stafford has not had a thousand yard rusher since he's gotten there to Detroit. Uh, they're going to pass the ball. And whether Patricia kind of implores the defense and uh, ball control, I think that you got to just play to what you have. And they have, they're kind of a poor man's saints in that their quarterback's not as good, the receivers aren't as good, the system's not as good, but they have that kind of just run around, throw it around the yard mentality. Watson, Watson's never really going to get there to me. Um, Garoppolo, another way to attack him at 15 to 1 is most passing yards. Um, again, I, I'd see Garoppolo as more of a a winner than a you know a season wins total guy, than a, um, a stats guy of, again, the weapons just aren't there, especially against those type of guys. Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck at 34 to 1 is, is another interesting one, both in the MVP and uh, passing yards ones. AJ Green is uh, the leader for most receiving yards, 12 to 1. Adam Thielen, 1,500 to 1. The one that I want to talk about that I placed already is Keenan Allen, which is only 6 to 1. Um, it's gone down a little bit. Again, Philip Rivers, the timeless wonder that he is, is, is just kind of do doing his thing and, and quietly. Keenan Allen is the most underrated receiver in the National Football League. I really believe that. You saw what he could do with a full year of health last year, uh, and he was a top three guy, uh, both in fantasy, um, reception props, yardage props. They were criminally undervalued because a lot of people thought forgot about how good he is. And again, the health is always, always, always going to be the... Uh, the crush for him, right? Can he stay healthy? Uh, the answer has been no. For you know, at a certain point, myself included, I thought maybe his his body just couldn't handle this. Um, and again, Antonio Brown at plus uh, two fifty is the favorite there. But again, Keenan Allen to me was was kind of the one to look at there. Rushing yards: Ezekiel Elliott, the prohibitive favorite, plus three fifty. Le'Veon Bell plus four twenty five. Kareem Hunt plus six seventy five. The reigning winner there: Leonard Fournette plus seven seventy five. And Gurley plus seven fifty. Uh, one more: Jordan Howard plus eight fifty. I think that that's worth talking about as well. Um, uh, obviously, uh, Zeke did what he did, took a step back. That offensive line took a step back. Uh, I think that teams can kind of plan on this. I've been on record saying that I feel that Dak Prescott is kind of a, uh, a Tim Tebow, uh, the ceiling of Tim Tebow, if you will. If Tim Tebow reached his potential in the NFL, I feel like he would be Dak Prescott. Um, I think that Dak Prescott is okay. I think he's a mediocre quarterback at best. And with no Des Bryant there, you know, say what you want about him. Uh, it's 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 not going to be addition by subtraction as much as people think. He was still a big target and a big body especially in that red zone. So Dak to me is, is prime for regression even more. Uh, MVP, Brady plus 475, Rogers plus 400, Wentz plus 475, and Breeze 10 to 1 to recap that as well. Uh, fourth college, obviously, like I said, Heisman, I believe is out on one particular offshore book, uh, but I just, uh, they're kind of all over the place right now. And again, my theory on this is I'll only take uh, props if you think they're going to shorten. Um, but as we look into who is the favorite for the NCAA, uh, it's Alabama. No secret there. And uh, again, Alabama and New England are always going to get bets from me from a, a futures perspective because they're going to shorten. There's never been a time where Alabama went 0-2 and, and were out of it within two weeks. You know, they're, they're playing kind of the drugs of, of the college football ranks, and that's just the way it is. So Alabama plus 175, Clemson 5-1, to Ohio State 5-1, to Michigan 10-1, to Georgia 6-1, uh, to Penn State 25-1, to and on down the line. Again, Alabama plus mon plus money should be treated like the Cle uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, they started out the season last year at three to one. Bookmakers kind of learned their lesson, knowing that they're going to get that action. Uh, so again, 
the price sucks. You're paying a premium. There's no doubt about it, right? Whenever you place a future, you'd, you'd like to get that five, six, seven, eight, nine to one. It's just not possible. But don't you know? Be afraid of it. Wouldn't you like to have Alabama in the playoff at plus one seventy five when they're going off as a you know seven point favorite and minus three forty on the money line? So don't be afraid to tie up a little bit of money just because it's not you know a, a super great payout. Uh, it's it is what it is. Um, Michigan again. I know I touched on Shea Patterson, and I'm going to sign a little bit. Uh, like I'm going against that in that you know I. I that price is, is a little steep. There's no doubt about it at uh, 10 to one or a little short rather. They're not there yet. They're gonna. They lost a ton of talent on both sides of the ball, but it's Harbaugh, and people love to bet Michigan. So bookmakers have to account for that, and that's the reason why that that that's like that. In truth, they should probably be uh, closer to maybe 25, uh, 15, 20 to one, something in that range. But uh, lastly, what we have coming up is the uh, couple UFC events. The UFC event on uh, in July is absolutely stacked, and if you're a casual fan, uh, UFC 226 from Las Vegas, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Steve Miocic. Uh, this this is again July seventh. Uh, Cormier plus two hundred five. Steve Miocic minus two fifty five. Uh, again, this lineup, this uh, is top to bottom, probably the best mixed martial arts card uh, of the year. Um, and again, uh, so much out there for the casual fan uh, in terms of UFC events. Uh, both with the one upcoming UFC Chicago is probably not as star studded. Um, but again, uh, UFC one time per summer kind of rolls out uh, their Super Bowl, right? Uh, UFC 200 was kind of the last one, but when you look before that, it's always been uh, throughout the summer. Um, so Miocic Cormier, obviously your headliner main event, Max Holloway, Brian Ortega, Francis Ngannou. Uh, versus Lewis going to be a great fight. Uh, Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. Uh, Ngannou's first fight back after losing to Steve Miocic, who was also fighting on this card. Uh, down, Michael Chiesa. Uh, Anthony Chotan Pettis is, or Sergio Pettis rather, is uh, the fight there. Khalil Roundtree. There is so much kind of casual fan talent on here that UFC has kind of dumped everything into uh, one event. Uh, so that will be the fight kind of of the summer or fight event of the summer. Again, that's champion versus champion, Steve Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Uh, but again, guys, that's kind of everything that's coming up in the summer. Again, I know there's various tennis matchups, golf matchups. I touched on the U.S. Open happening in June uh, for golf. It's just that's kind of you know not my not my forte by any stretch of the imagination. Obviously, I went out a little bit longer uh, into the football and kind of futures first look there. But um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And again, I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that if you're thinking about coming out to Las Vegas for a weekend in the summer, maybe get the super contest weekend uh sports gaming podcast i'm sure like i said we'll be out there signing up for the contest we'll do something out there um and again there's golf there's panels uh signing up for the contest there is there's absolutely anything and everything you can want in a weekend there uh for the loss for you know the the 20 to 30 40 50 year old male um you really can't go wrong so again, guys, thank you for listening to this week's edition of Inside Vegas, the summer kickoff kind of NFL first look uh, special and all things going on uh, in the summer in Las Vegas. As always, uh, follow me on Twitter at Christian Pina. Please rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes. Uh, thank you guys so much. 